0: I said this. I said this at a very young age because I wasn't in the right set of mind when I was growing up and being in high school and stuff. But I said this. I said, everybody's doing." I, said, I remember who I said this to, and it's and it's funny because I, I it was in history class with, um, with Bernie, and uh, I said it to Sam. I said, "All you guys are doing is you're trying as hard to do to fit in, but when you graduate, you're going to do as hard as you can to stick out." Well, it's smart and, and they, they he didn't get that <sighs> at that time. He didn't get that – he probably thought it was ridiculous and stupid, but it was right about it. Everybody's doing what they can to fit into that bubble, and then when they get out, they're like, oh, fuck.
1: Yeah. It's not, and, and it's yeah. the complete
0: opposite, so everybody's doing what they can to stick out. Like, I want everybody to do well, but he's – like, like he's doing what he can to stick out to doing that business and everything else. Everybody's doing what they can to get in, to do something on those because because it's scary. Yeah. It puts a lot of pressure. But like, I you- – yeah. Like, like, there's a lot of pressure at a young age to, like, really push on what are you going to do and how you're going to perform. With relatively no guidance. No. There's no fucking guidance. None. But, but here's the thing that I thought was bullshit about school. They always taught, oh, you can apply that. Human beings naturally know how to apply concepts. Yeah. Like, like you, you go into an area that is isolated from society. They already made bow and arrows. They've already found how to... How to use natural revenue? You have thoughts. Mm-hmm. People naturally know how to apply concepts. So why in the fuck am I sitting in this class listening to something that I'll never use? While you're sitting here, dick, telling me that I'm going to learn how to apply a concept. That's Be- stupid. Because that person's making a living off of. Yeah, you it's a selling a standpoint. Because, it's a business. Yeah, because I told him if you don't have enough people showing up to your class, you don't have a class. Another thing, like the fact
1: that a the fact that a twenty. Oh, what are you, 22 when you graduate college, if you do it on like a regular four-year schedule and go directly to it, I think? Yeah, you're something Um, like that. Yeah, so 22 to 25, 26-year-old. The fact that you can be that age and come out of college already down a house, basically, Mm -hmm. in debt, in debt. I pay over $100 a day for my school. That includes, well... No, that was just school days, I believe, when I calculated that. Over $100 a day. A day. hmm I have at most probably three classes a day. So three hours, I'm paying $100 for three hours of instruction. All of the rest of the time that I'm paying for, I'm using to read 50 pages, 100 pages, 200 pages of material that maybe one or two pages will be tested
0: on on the final. Mm-hmm. That's what's – and if you can figure out what's going to be on it, then it makes life simpler. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So once you have that in your pocketbook, that's what I've learned while I was going through school. I was like, you know what? You just need to find a loophole in the system and just fuck it. Well, that's what –
1: kind of an approach that I've taken is is just like putting like a realistic human perspective in everything that you do Mm -hmm. because like on that test – a human wrote that test. Mm-hmm. A human taught you all of this material. The same human that taught you all this material is going to write the test. Like I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. look at the syllabus. If if 50% of the class is spent on three particular subjects, well, expect the final to probably be pretty heavy in that section because mm-hmm. that teacher wouldn't spend as much time as they are in class on that subject if they were not going to test heavy about yeah. it or if they didn't think it was important. So. so it's just I, using uh, like what what would this teacher what has this
0: teacher said fifty times in a row in class mm-hmm. like I think I, the one thing I don't like about tests is it's like it's like it's designed to trick somebody like we yeah, need them studying is, all this and then, then what's the point that's not that's not really not testing knowledge,
1: knowledge no that's that's trickery yeah like like they I try to be so deceptive with what the right answer that's is not to, even that's to quote not, unquote make it harder well whenever you do that you like you take a question and you, and you try to make it harder by adding some trick into it. Mm-hmm. But what you do is like you add human manipulation into that, which is it, human manipulation, that thought of changing the question, put some of your own personal biases and personal yeah. thoughts into that. And if words, like in law school, words mean so much, well, mm-hmm. one word can completely change the sentence yeah. in a law school test. So like I got... 90% of the words of the sentence right when I selected that answer, but I got the question wrong because mm-hmm. you changed a word from a word that meant something very generally to something very specific. And it's yeah. like, like really that's like, you're going to try to, like you said, it's trickery. It's like, mm-hmm. it's trying to trick the students into it while also doing a time limitation on the test. So which, it, like, which
0: makes no fucking no, sense. No there shouldn't sense. be a time. Okay.
1: Tell, please tell me if you're a doctor Or a lawyer, I don't know how med school tests are, but law school tests are very, very, like, stringently timed. So, Mm -hmm. like, you you have to keep moving. You have to keep moving. Mm -hmm. Like, if you get stuck on a question, you get in the weeds too much. Like, you just have to stop right there Mm -hmm. and just go on to the next question without even fully answering it. Is that not malpractice? They're teaching us to rush through everything and to make mm-hmm. silly errors, silly mistakes. Like how many, how many questions on a test on out of the five finals that I took that were all at least three hours long, how many questions did i m- like, or how many times did I make some silly mistake and mistake one word, like, or like misspell a word mm-hmm. in my, cause it's all like written and stuff. It's like, it's a little bit like ridiculous. it's just, t- it's because it's just like ridiculous time mm-hmm. constraints. Like, cause that's business. Why are we, yeah, it is business, but it's like, why are we not saying, you know what, you have three hours to do this test but we're giving you multiple tests just
0: put, just turning quality work you know they only do that in america they don't do that overseas
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, because i uh, the friend i was with the program with he his name's haroon i i said it wrong for like a, a year i said it was haran and then he told me because dude it's pronounced haroon like maroon and i was like fuck i've been doing this for a full year been mm-hmm. you... <laughs> like hey haran hey haran but anyway, he was telling me like... Probably low-key hated you. He's oh, like he, this, was pit- he's like he was like I think he was pissed for a little bit. He was like, oh, this motherfucker.
1: I don't understand that. Okay, sorry not to off-track you, mm-hmm. but I don't understand the people who get so frustrated when their name doesn't get said right. It's like, I've never said that name before It's life. like an honest mistake. Yeah. Sorry your parents decided to give you a name that's hard he to pronounce. He goes, what if I, so I pronounce, <throat> pronounce your
0: name, <laughs> Tile? And I said, I honestly wouldn't give a shit. I'd root at the best all. for you. Yeah. I said, it's not going to hurt my feelings. At all. I said the amount of fucks I give are in my hand right now yeah. and apparently I don't see him because I think I, I left him at home no.
1: yeah I don't see him at but, all but uh,
0: that's what's crazy about girls though you know
1: what is they have penises. I uh, no. Well, uh. well uh,
0: I take that back. Actually, with the gay pride now, you can't tell. You go to L.A., man. You're gonna get. You're gonna get the the magic quest laid upon you.
1: Yeah, man. I I probably would if I moved to L.A. or something. Dude, I probably just completely get the, encircle myself in the culture and just embrace. Well, they they take away it.
0: their they take away their Adam's apple and they get like jaw surgery and yeah. stuff.
1: So you can't tell a difference. That's tricky. If you're at a bar and you're like five beers deep. And you're hanging out having a good time. Please tell me, please, please (laughs) identify some of these men who are dressed as women.
0: You're like this. This girl's really hot.
1: I I say, hey, okay.
0: Hello, big boy. I'm (laughs) gonna be like, oh, no. But that's the thing. You're a swinger.
1: Some of them even sound like women. Like it's legit. Like they can. They basically look act. They're manipulating. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lie.
0: So, so it's oh, so it's not okay to do the how to catch a predator when people do it, but when you have a guy pretending to be a girl, yeah. and then catching people like that, like I feel like that should have its own TV show. Yeah, that's, but that's like like spotthedick.com, dot com. Like I don't know Spotthedick.com. <laughs> dot like, TV. Like, dot TV. Like man, that, it's like they're like Chris, like they're, they're Magic Man. There, they're like Chris <laughs> Hansen. Like you don't know what you're getting until you go home. Oh my goodness, that's just like. They that sit on your lap like and you're like, your
1: like, pants? Do, what you, do you think they should have to identify themselves openly as being...
0: Well, with nowadays, they can identify themselves as a male. I'm saying, though, you're at a bar.
1: Do you think that somebody should maybe, I don't know, do the common courtesy and like wear a name tag that says, I'm actually like not fully a woman?
0: Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm a transorcer, Rex. What do you mean? And then they would be like, well, no, I'm a man. I'd be like, oh, fucking shit. (laughs) And kind of move. Oh, my God. I had one person... It freaked me out. I was in Springfield. It was my first club I went to. I I don't know why people go to those clubs because they're so close to each other and they're kind of just dancing. You know the beats going. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, you can, it looks like a sweat fest. Like you ever seen a pond and you see a, a bunch of just like shad or a bunch of tadpoles all clumped together. Yeah. They're all clumped together, jumping up and down. Sweat is everywhere. Like I was like, that's gross, man. And then I someone think it's goes to someone goes up to me and they're like. Hey, uh, they call me Tulips because I would like to put these tulips on your nuts, and I'm like, <laughs> that's that's weird. Smooth. That's smooth.
1: That's, that's w- weird. That's smooth. That's weird. That's
0: deceptive. <laughs> that's smooth. The, the deceptive part is, what well, if it was a guy? then you want to know, like, that's what I'm saying. Or, you always got to be a little bit. You gotta
1: have your meter, your vibe meter out. You gotta be able to. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. your
0: your gaydar meter.
1: And if it's not uh, turned on, you're
0: gay fucked. I, that.
1: Like, I did not say that, but... Your gator meter? That's what I wasn't... I wasn't meaning that.
0: The what meter are you talking about?
1: Just like, uh, oh, this guy seemed... Or this person seems like mm, maybe not a full woman. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm, attracted to pretty feminine women,
0: though, so... Like, got, like, biceps yeah. and everything else. Like oh something's That's going on with this one, but if you had a few full few something drinks, something just ain't in your, right. Yeah, if you had a few drinks in you, you'd be like something's not right. But you know what? I'm not right right now. I I gotta
1: hope that I mean so far it's worked out perfectly fine for me. But um, God's gotta give me force on I that. I would one. like to think that even if I were in a blackout state, that I could stray away from the one male, female in the club. Like dude, I feel like my my uh attraction would not even become close to Dude, going my luck that. would just
0: I, I, I think I'd stop gambling. I'd stop and I'd I'd be like, I'm done. There's like only one in there <laughs> and that's the only one I fucking attract. That's I'd be the like one. I'd be like, God, are you serious right now? This is what I get? <laughs> I'm the guy with crooked <laughs> glasses that looks like he sells weed out of the back, and this is what you give me.
1: <laughs> Haven't done anything to anybody. I'm just chilling. Yeah, just vibing. I was like
0: I pay, I pay my taxes. And what I, did ha- I do? I have insurance. What did I do? Well, Why did you have to give me the girl, the guy, girl with the dick bigger than mine? I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> Jeez, uh-uh. better, better measure hers in centimeters so mine looks bigger. Oh man,
1: that's true. God.
0: Man, that's hilarious. It it is scary times right now. Like, it's weird. I think Blur Oaks, they have like, uh, what what do they call them? Furries where they stick the tails up their ass and they walk
1: around. I don't know. I think they just like act like animals, basically. It's like,
0: (sighs) all right, well, animals don't go to school. Well, I'm surprised the Blur Oaks kids don't make fun of them because, like, oh, I'm sure they do. I don't know. Like, from what Austin told me like they used to tie people up back then and they welded a door shut They, uh, <laughs> like they put raccoons in the vents like imagine if that went on in like 2008 to 2013
1: yeah imagine if that went on at 2020
0: to 2023 they'd mess with them like it's a disease that's bad they'd be like oh, hand sanitize I I before he touched the animal yeah
1: the bullying stuff's not okay. That's
0: yeah, but that's a psychological problem. That is a psychological problem that is being manipulated by the parents and pushed as a good agenda.
1: Well, I think some of some of it definitely is an issue because you're the it. It seems like some of the kids that join and jump into that like sort of sphere mm-hmm. that. Um, it's it. It seems like some of those kids are just not like the completely like popular kid, the kid that would fit in with all these well, other groups. So I think a lot of them are the ones that they're the um, singled out kids. Well, in psychology, and this, the ones
0: that single out try to afford their own unit or find. Well, something that yeah,
1: that's what with. I was going to say. Is like I think it's been a huge social movement. To where now these people feel like if they do this, they're in this group, they're fully accepted, like they have support on online on social media. Nobody can say anything to them anymore, it's and it's like dad. it's like it's used for bad purposes as opposed to like
0: whatever uh, the root of the thing is. People imagine, just wanting to fit in. Like imagine coming home from school with just a tail off your ass. <laughs> what your dad would say? We got some macaroni for you for dinner. Do you want? One? What the fuck is that? No, no Joe, he would, he would. <laughs> my my dad would be like, You you queering up there? What oh are you doing? Gosh. You queer? Oh. He would he, he would be like, Why do you have that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Someone been showing you anime? What are you doing? <laughs> oh man. But uh that's scary times right now. We'll get better.
1: Yeah. Just put a band-aid on
0: it. Yeah. So, uh, for what I was uh, talking about prior with, uh, uh, I don't mean to hit the tip of the religion iceberg thing, but there was something I was really wanting to gravitate towards that happened to me, because I wasn't really religious a whole lot growing up. Like, I would go to church, and I just thought, like, I, I probably drove my mom nuts. Like, we'd, we'd trip each other. Me and Kate would flip each other. You just the act heart. in a full yeah, church. I remember yeah. there was this one girl that, like, liked me, and... Cade was like making fun of me. I I did not like that. I, I was like I just wanna I, I just wanna play with my Power Rangers and like yeah. they had this little thing. I got in trouble for playing with my Power Rangers with like the like the little mannequin Jesus mm-hmm. and, and I was imagining that he had a gun and I put a little <laughs> gun in his hand and I was like playing. Like, I, I, hey, I was, like, at that I, age though,
1: nothing cooler than Jesus yeah, with a gun.
0: Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's he's saving. The he's day. the law. He's just. I think he was the leader of my uh-huh. Power Ranger group. To be honest, like he was leading the thing. Who's more powerful? I mean. Yeah, he can just, (laughs) he's done. But, like, it, it, it just, that was a development just growing. I was just kind of in and out with it. And my dad's not religious at all. Like, he used to drop us off at the church, and then he'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> he'd just leave and then pick us up after we're done. Hey, but at least he dropped you off. Yeah, he'd go, he'd say to us, we'd say, you going to come today? because I don't have time for it. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get but called. But you guys do. Yeah. It's free babysitting for you him. You know what he used to, he, sometimes he, he didn't go anywhere, and he used to just sit outside his car and wait until we got done. Might as well just go in the <laughs> no church then. No joke. But um, yeah, I just we're we're never. I think we're never really. I was never really taught like the constructive purpose and meaning behind it with just my yeah. two parents. And um,
1: I don't think anybody ever has that. Well, not necessarily anybody, but a lot of parents it seems like don't have that conversation with their kids of like. They're too afraid. What you what you learn here inter- well part of it may be too afraid, but part of it's also the parents is also in the same routine of like. Being too scared to realize that they do need to change certain things in their life, and if they do change certain things in their life, then they will live a better life because they'll be living it by the Bible's way. And they don't they don't tell their kids like what effect the church or religion can have on their personal lives. They just you treat it as something where it's like, oh, it's Sunday, we just have to go to church, yeah. again Because it's it, like it's right more like a requirement than
0: than there's don't, no we didn't learn the principle.
1: But what people don't realize is that to get any benefit out of anything in life, period, but especially religion, you have to fully dive in and try to learn and try to understand what it's actually saying and try to put those themes into your life. Because if you just do it from a base layer of like just going to church every Sunday, you maybe say this, say the sermon's 45 minutes long. You maybe hear 30 minutes of it and you maybe comprehend about 10 to 15 minutes of the sermon. Mm-hmm. Just because just distraction and stuff like that. So like without doing any extra research on your own or diving into it on your own and spending time critically thinking about the themes, what, what things truly mean. Because like certain sentences can say one thing but mean deep down four mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. You can apply them to your life in different ways. And that's what you have to do. Yeah. You have to dive in, and if you want to actually learn and actually receive some benefit
0: of it, you have to take the time to to dive in and do it. And that's it. what happened with me, like 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 as like I was saying as a kid, like I was just. There's really no learning principle with it. Like you, you, remember me in middle school. Half the time, I was probably in the office. Yeah. Yeah, like either telling the teacher she's watching porn, or TV. <laughs> like like, like you something, were, yeah, some stu- or giving some or some giving some dumbass like thing to like piss them off because the locker room with the shoe. Yeah, the hug, I remember the that hug boot. I yeah, uh, I remember <laughs> it, it was I. I didn't even they didn't even write that report up for going to the office. It was just for other things as well. And then there was the thing about the. I went to a basketball game, and then the, the coach left me there. My mom had to go get me. He went to oh, let me ride the bus back. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. He said, you can't come back with That's us. That's funny as fuck. And my mom had to come get me. She was so pissed. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. And then the next day, I was in the principal's office. But, uh, man, it was crazy times. Yeah, crazy times, man. Good times. Mm-hmm. I I, I kind of just didn't have a filter, and I kind of learned to develop it as I yeah. went, though. But we're yeah. still we're still working on that. Probably a little bit. I yeah. am for sure. I uh, well, my dad doesn't have one, but he says he does, and my mom doesn't have one. So imagine you get two people like that. to have a kid. They're gonna tell you exactly what they think. Yeah. And they're like, "No, you're just your own person." I'm like, "Okay, okay." You, you both have to be in charge. If you're not in charge, you're gonna bully the person until you are. Yeah that's just that's just they they're just leader type of material that's that's just how some leaders are i don't think yeah. that's the correct way to do it but no anyway i uh i really i remember uh i didn't find religion till like i remember i strolled getting into the program and i'd either i remember i had to do this interview and everything else and i'd always fall short and then i remember praying and i was like if you can just Let me in or something, and then COVID magically happened. They didn't do any assessments, anything before, and I got into the program. Oh, nice. Because everything else... No, no. No, no, I just thought it was funny. Because everything else, like, everything I went through within college, there's always someone, like, discriminating against me because... Either uh, because of my disability or something else. So they didn't let me in because of that. Or I couldn't do that. Even though I passed fine, it didn't mm-hmm. matter to them. They, so there's always an extra obstacle I constantly had to fight. So it, it, it was really like an eye opener when I had a break from it. Um, and that's what kind of really opened my eyes uh, towards it. To where I was like, okay, I kind of want to start reading. I remember I uh, I was like, I don't have a Bible. And I prayed for one. Someone um, had these full size Bibles, and um, there's one that was left just downstairs the next day. Yeah. And I, I was like, "Is this anybody's?" I remember I, I was like, I asked around <laughs> for a full week. No one knew who who, who it was. So and I was like, I was yeah. like, maybe someone just left them around and stuff. It didn't have anybody. That's name amazing on?
1: because that's a sign. That's 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 a sign. Yeah. And people like to write it off as a coincidence because they can't explain it, but that is a sign. It's like like, so I, when I was going through my journey for like probably a week or so, I I just felt kind of isolated. Um, I was just spending a lot of time studying, didn't have much interaction with people outside of school. And so I was praying for like a Bible study group basically, or just Mm -hmm. like friends that I could share and learn in, in this process with. And one night I, I had maybe started praying that like the night before or the night like two nights before maybe like two nights in a row and I was just walking on campus and somebody comes up to me and invites me to a Bible study.
0: Isn't that crazy? Like
1: no I dude I, I said yes, I accepted I went to it but I, after I talked to the guy, I just looked up in the sky and I'm like, you're a funny motherfucker And then like, like, like you make him
0: talk about Corinthians And the <laughs> today we're gonna look into Corinthians Well literally literally or like you go
1: you go to church for the first time in three months and they talk about exactly
0: what you needed to hear you ever had like this kind of goes crazy into this you ever had like an out of body like experience or like a dream that seemed very surreal yeah that you can vividly remember it yeah so I don't I think I told you this I haven't really told a whole lot of people about this because my friend okay remember remember Travis Travis Adams yeah that uh, He had his first incident uh, when he got shot with the shotgun. And then he had that other one. So him and Nigel used to hang out. And Cage was friends with Nigel. So he's always at the house. And I got home from work. And I remember they they were just over there dicking around or whatever. And me and him were talking. And he told me, he goes, God told me that this wasn't my time. But I don't have much time left. And I told him, I said, I had a really weird dream but i didn't feel asleep and i and i told him the exact place was at where it was at and i said it was kind of at this uh, little place it almost looked like a small movie theater type of thing it was it was really small and he goes oh i know where that is and i said there wasn't a casket i said i tried hard to visualize it but it's like i didn't have i couldn't i couldn't do it there was just flowers there he goes well maybe he he goes maybe it was just he goes maybe maybe i didn't get buried because I, I didn't want to get buried because I wanted my ashes to be spread like in the water or something. And then he told me the songs he would play. I told him the people who were there and where they sat. And then he had that car wreck and I went to there and the people I told him where they're were sitting were sitting in the exact spots. The song you wow. said we're going to play was that exact song. Wow. I told him exactly who was going to be there too. Uh, I told him the teacher that was there and we had, we literally had a conversation about it before it actually happened. I didn't think anything. Wow. About it. And it was the creepiest thing.
1: Wow, I can't even respond. I don't... That's that's insane.
0: I didn't I, I didn't think anything of it at the time. No one really... Like, my brother didn't really believe me at the time. I was like, we're sitting there having the conversation. Like, Cade was watching. Cade was paying attention. And uh, I. it just... It bothered me enough because it didn't feel like a normal dream. And I felt like I had to tell him about yeah. it. Yeah. And we sat there yeah. and have a conversation. He knew exactly where the place was. Did he tell
1: you any more about why he said it like wasn't his or that he didn't have much time or something did, he, did you ask uh, he said that?
0: he said they just told him he said it's not much time left but he <clears> said <throat> this wasn't his time
1: hmm.
0: he said he said he didn't didn't know why he said that's all I knew damn that's heavy yeah it was it was such a weird conversation but then after that wreck uh, I was like because we we're gonna what's funny is um, I was coming out of I I think I was doing like, uh, weightlifting or whatever. And I was coming out of there or maybe, no, I don't think I was doing weightlifting. I was, I was coming out of PE. Maybe I was shadowing for a plus and I was coming out of there and, uh, he, I said hi to Jake first cause uh, Jake was standing there and then he came up and goes, Hey, what are you doing later? And I was like, well, I always went fishing. Um, and I said, I'm probably just going to go fishing. And he goes, hey, can I come? And we're going to meet up that day to go fishing. I said, yeah, let me know. And then I was... Uh, my dad called me about it. And he goes, hey, uh, something happened with Travis. And I remember I messaged him. And I was like, hey, is everything all right? Because we are going to go fishing that day. And then not, no response happened after that. And I was like, oh. And my, my dad pretty much told me that it, he got in that wreck. And he pretty much passed away like the truck fucked fuck the car. Yeah. And, uh... I remember going to the funeral and it was set up exactly how I told him. And that's it, was, just crazy. it was the creepiest thing. And, and I know I couldn't tell anybody because no one's going to believe it. So it's like, why, why say anything that no one's going to believe? I might as well just, you know, just do that. And it was, it was such a weird thing. And that's not the only time I've had it. Like I've had it with school and stuff. It's yeah. just, it's not the most comfortable feeling when you like have those dreams. Cause it doesn't feel like a dream. No, and clearly to you it
1: wasn't like in that moment. No, clearly you don't. It you
0: don't. You don't feel asleep because you you know you're not. Yeah. So it's not the most comfortable feeling. In the Damn, world. bro. Yeah, I remember Damn. that. R.I.P. And that got me even more towards religion a little bit more because it showed like the purpose of some sort of energy.
1: Yeah. That me and him
0: didn't understand, but there's something going yeah. on. Yeah.
1: So when. It, but that's what's interesting about that whole situation because it seems like. It seems like you've wanted to dive into it Mm -hmm. But you needed some sort of catalyst situation To throw you into it Yeah Willingly Willingly That's the key You cannot find God Unless you want to find God Yeah And that's interesting Did it send you into like a
0: Yeah I I pray every night I I haven't missed two years
1: Yeah Yeah But it's fascinating because like God kind of gave you something That you can't explain Something supernatural That's like so clearly a sign but it's easy to write it off as a coincidence and then all of that happened and it like connects you to that event more mm-hmm. and it, it made you realize like oh there's something there's something in the air here that's going on
0: mm-hmm. well he showed that uh, it, there was more like he showed me me going like I, I remember I had one I would date a girl named Anna and I told my friend Jake about this like if you ask Jacob I told him about this two years before I actually mm-hmm. dated this girl And I said, I remember, I told him this. I said, I went to the school. And I said, it was the, I I, I said, the picture wasn't real clear. I couldn't tell what the school was. And I said, but it was this um, brick building. And I said, I stayed on the third floor. And I said, I remember being miserable there. And I said, I had a roommate. Uh, And I said, he was, I remember telling, I told my friend Jake about this. And then, then I, when I went to Central Methodist, I got into a dorm. It was on the third floor. I had had a roommate, and I started dating a girl named Anna.
1: Yeah. Yep. It all checks out, doesn't it?
0: And that was the same point where I started doing the thing, and it was just the creepiest thing ever. I see. I get
1: what you're saying. That is creepy. Mm -hmm. But like that type of stuff stirs me up and gets me going. I love that type of stuff Mm because it's like well, I stay obviously only the good stuff. Two o'clock in the
0: morning because it it just bothers me. Oh. Yeah. In what way? It doesn't always feel comfortable like i don't know you have to like you almost have to feel awake when it happens like you know you're
1: sleeping oh okay that explains a lot yeah
0: yeah so but you're like you're it's um, not going to feel a dream what do they you're not call feel, it? if you're exhausted it's not going to happen
1: what do they call it um uh something dreaming obviously but um it's basically where you are awake and like people have out of body experiences. I've had um, lucid dreaming. Yeah, that's what it okay, that is. Okay, so I've I've had couple experiences, but mine have not been as pleasant. Like yeah. usually when that happens for me, I get really cold and I get chills and I get like, it's like a. Without like me screaming, it's like terrifying. I don't know. It's like but like I'm frozen. It's like sleep paralysis basically. I've had that
0: when I was a kid yeah. and they said you'll always see like shadows and stuff. So I did one
1: night, which is yeah. absolutely insane because I was doing some bad stuff I shouldn't have been doing. Um, not, <laughs> what were you doing? Not anything bad like in terms of drugs or crime or anything like that, but in terms of my bad, like just some stuff that morally wasn't right and wasn't sitting with me. Mm-hmm. And it was my guilty conscience, I think, coming through. Mm-hmm. And I was laying in bed, lucid dreaming so like I'm aware of my surroundings I can see the room but I'm completely frozen I have chills covering my body my entire body like I feel freezing cold and just like this the worst worst feeling of fear and then this dark shadow comes over the top of me and like stares down at me and it's just it's standing at the side of the bed looking down at me and I can't move Mm -hmm. it's the scariest thing at all it was terrifying absolutely terrifying like And you look up what people see whenever they are lucid dreaming Mm -hmm. or like uh, sleep paralysis. It's the same. Yeah, it's it's like a same entity. It's like the same entity. Yeah,
0: because I used to have that a lot where you couldn't move, and my it probably pissed my dad off because I was always screaming as a kid for him. Like this motherfucker. Because one time he came in there, he goes, "No one's in here," and he swung a bat at where he goes, "See, no one's in here." One time that he did that, and there was like knocking on the window. And I remember he was like, "What the fuck, you motherfucker!" Because he, it, this was keeping him up a lot. Like I did a lot, and it was it was because that would happen, and then I, I wouldn't be able to move, and I'd always see like these shadows or like, you know, something walking or something. And it, you know, it creeps the shit out of you, man. It does
1: creep the shit out of you. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, I dove for the Bible. the Next day, I dove for like some some like some like spiritual peace because. I could not explain what happened, and it could just be something silly. I know it happens in a lot of humans. Well, I, I like, used to
0: stay up really late because if I got exhausted, if I got exhausted, you didn't have any of that. You just fall asleep.
1: See, at that time too, I was diving into all that and like mm-hmm. trying to control it and trying to control my dreams and stuff, and it was the wildest thing. I, through my twenty-four years of existence, I've had one dream that I've been able to completely, fully control, mm-hmm. and I will tell you this: it was sick as fuck. It was sick as fuck because I started out I don't
0: this is wild. It's it's like a roller coaster and it's real.
1: Okay, speaking of roller coasters, this goes into my dream where I'm stuck in like a cartel factory where they're just moving out weapons and drugs and everything and I'm like on this I'm on this roller coaster that keeps going around in a circle around this big factory so I'm seeing everything but my arms are like tied in somehow. And like I'm just slowly going, seeing everything, and I'm like, oh, I gotta escape. So the ropes come off of me. Mm-hmm. And I get off of the roller coaster. And I instantly, what do you do in that situation? You don't run. You try to fight the whole cartel because now you realize you're in control of your dream <laughs> and you can really fuck some shit up. So I grab a gun and then I'm starting shooting. I get in a firefight with the cartel. And I'm popping, they're popping caps, and I see a bullet coming at me. And I'm just like, instead of doing like a matrix move, try to be cool and slick with it, I'm just like, ah, oh, that's not gonna hurt me at all. I'm in a dream. Like yeah. I'm invincible. So I just start swallowing bullets and take out the entire cartel factory <laughs> and escape. And it, it went on into some other crazy stuff, but I was like, I'm taking full advantage of this. That sounds like and just it was a lucid so fun. Dream. It was just Call of Duty like yeah. style, just like me being invincible, just going around, just mowing down bad people. Sounds kind of bad, but they were bad people, so it's all Jeez. cool. And it was in a dream, so sounds like Ted Bundy's dream. <laughs> <No joke. laughs>
0: just gotta kill these people.
1: No joke. I have a um, sort of a savior complex. I like the idea of being the person who like yeah, because helps then you're somebody. then you're
0: the hero, and then you have someone to look up to. It's not more just. But having...
1: I no, but from my perspective, it's it comes from more of like uh like I just I don't know I like trying to do the right thing. I like trying to help people out. Mm-hmm. But I see what you're saying. It's yeah. like you do get the re, like a reward with that. Mm-hmm. And hey, what does
0: you're silly if you don't want a little bit of success along, rem- along the way? Wants that. Like remember the uh, movie Chronicles where those three kids? Oh, the those Narnia power? ones. Wait, the Narnia Chronicles? No, it's just called Chronicles. Nah, and it's I don't about remember that. Three? I thought we watched it.
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: Um, and about those three kids that uh, gain superpowers. And it's like telekinetic superpowers, hmm. but with telekinetic, you can not only pick things up with your mind, they can also fly. They also have like almost invincibility because huh. they can put the shield over their body. Oh, that's interesting. So it, it, it was, it was a crazy movie, but it kind of took the idea of like this meteor fell and it like gave someone superpowers mm-hmm. and it gave these like three teenage kids, what would it be like? And their superpowers within the movie was like, it was like a muscle, like the more you used it, the stronger it got. And one 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 kid was like what we said probably the weird one that got picked on and then he used it to his advantage. <laughs> he was he, the fury. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the fury he was the furry fu- that just got <laughs> tired because people were tugging his t- Dude, he went no. nuts. He said he wanted to be the apex predator in the movie and he yeah. just wanted to kill everybody. Yeah. And then his cousin, which it didn't happen in Alabama, but it was his cousin that also had it and tried to stop him, ended up killing him. Jeez. But it was a crazy movie. That is crazy. Yeah. But it was a concept that they made something, it, it was just, it, it's a good superhero movie because it's something simple and it's also something relatable because a lot of people can relate to just an average teenage kid. Yeah. And then, then that fantasy that something comes down and something happens. Gives you lot. like the ultimate yeah. power to like yeah. finally be like, oh, all lo- right,
1: finally I knew I deserved this the entire time. Mm-hmm. All the all the while that.
0: <sighs> Shoot. What was the one you thought about? Because <laughs> I was like, well, if you do telekinesis, then you can have super strength as well. Ooh. Yeah. See, I
1: like I like that stuff. I think. Would you be like? Maybe I would push. I I like make my brain. Or lust. Be so it like a hundred percent. No, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that.
0: And money. No, I don't and want cars? that either. I think what That'd I would. That'd be an Andrew Tate, wouldn't it?
1: Oh man, yeah. <laughs> what I would want is to know what every single person in the world was thinking at any given time, besides whoever it, I was dating or married to. Dude, that sounds like a terrible. Because battle. you gotta keep. You gotta keep the. You gotta keep the mystery the lust the because like if you have all knowledge i'm gonna be of what they're thinking in a relationship that's manipulation that's yeah but that's also like, torture yeah exactly. you have to deal with that yeah
0: that's torture you're you're after after a little bit it's gonna be fun but dude, well, you before, gotta be able to shut it on and off i, I feel like I, I don't know if it'd work that way like like okay yeah, imagine probably 40 would years over like,
1: overstimulation of imagine 40 everything.
0: years of that shit yeah. Like, a couple little bit would be fine, but 40 years because you're listening to the preacher and he's talking about thinking about little kids or whatever. Like, you, like there's only you so much... you can't prove it to anybody. No. You can't just assault the guy. Yes. I know what you're thinking about. You're sick. But
1: you could set up some pretty nasty, like, frame jobs or something. Yeah. You know,
0: like... Call Chris and be like, something's going on with this preacher. Something. He's got some dirty-ass shit. Dude, that's... That would be a wild power to have, but... you be like, I don't think your son's gay,
1: is he? He's gay. Why? I don't know. I just think it would be just interesting to be able to like get in some people's heads for just a little bit, just uh
0: like you can know the answer see to a question. Around. Like you're sitting in class and you're like, okay, what's this and this answer, Kyle? Not 11. How'd you know? that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, you you could never technically be dumb because if they're like, hey, uh, I'm I'm just struggling with that. You just once the teacher walks over. You won, man. You fucking won. You won. But they walk over and they're like, hey, um, I'm really struggling. Because when you're in middle school, you could just do bullshit like that. And they're always going to walk over. I used to. So I used to do this a lot because when I took – I did that All in right, class. everybody, listen up. Here's When I tips. took uh, tests in class because I spent so many hours. I had so much difficulty talking that um, I learned unique features on like how to tell with certain questions A, B, and C with mouth and reading like A on ah, how you form the, the mouth and the tongue and how it's supposed to sound uh, I had to do hours of that and I remember sitting in class I would ask him I was like I'm struggling with this. And I'm down to two answers, and they would, and it was history. And she'd be like, "Oh, well, I don't know," and I'd watch her eyes and yeah, her mouth yeah, yeah. and how she says, don't "I away. don't know." You so she'll subconsciously so add the sounding effect of A or B with how their lips move with like emphasis. She, yeah, with yeah. with she's not even meaning to do that, but if you focus enough and you watch carefully enough, you can notice that. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. You yeah, yeah, yeah thanks. More. Yeah, thanks. And sometimes it'd be so bad, their eyes would just point to it. Yeah. They'd be like, Oh, I don't know, and you can see their eyes roll into it, and it's just paying attention and it's like to the detail. Oh,
1: I think it's A actually now that I think about it. And then they're right. like, they don't say anything and walk away and you're like, yeah. Alright, I know I got that right.
0: Yeah. Like I've done that so many times, and I'm like, Oh, okay. At least I know I didn't I got better than this. So. Yeah, yeah. Dude
1: I never did anything like too scandalous in school ever. But
0: never cheated on a test? Not that I can remember. I think if someone's maybe going to tried a to test look. to trick you, you're just taking it in a seize of opportunity to to take what you, you if someone's manipulating a test to trick you, you're seizing an opportunity to get what's yours. If, you stu- <laughs> if I've studied ten hours a fucking day and you're gonna manipulate it to where I'm confused by what to you're asking, to me, yeah. Fuck you, I'm gonna get what I want. Yeah. I've worked for this, I deserve it, I'm taking what's Hey, mine. full respect, like if you can get away with it, I mean
1: that's that's fine. Like with with cheating also comes side
0: effects like not learning any of the material. Yeah, it does. You know, it does. So the the thing about it is when you do online classes though, like, online classes
1: are a joke, dude. Yeah. I ch-
0: I'd... you're gonna cheat. It's just asking for it. Yeah. All all you got to do is just pay okay, attention but and take notes in class. And
1: I get that. Like in our world though, in colleges. They feed you so much information like we were talking yeah. about earlier that you just don't need ninety percent of it. So like if we have a computer in the world in the real world at our job and we're able to use a computer to look up absolutely anything, why can we not do that on a test? Like yeah. I get it, like you're testing people, but like make the Make the test hard enough and specific enough to where they have to answer it. Or make it all written to where the person no can one's actually has to be come able from to the apply
0: words. All the percentage of what they learned. No. Because after a certain period of time it's it's gonna go down percentages. And like doctors probably only apply like when they start out with knowledge of what they know, it's probably it's probably seventy percent. Yeah. And then after 20, twenty, twenty years of doing it, they probably apply about forty to fifty percent. Yeah. Like it, like it breaks down quickly. And it's just because they, you've learned everything when you go into yeah. it. Like they, they do something so broad and then you, you go into something very focused. Yeah. You just need to – and the problem with it is every 10 years they have to take their test. If they don't, then they can't do their surgeries. That is crazy. I
1: heard that from a yeah. doctor. So, I didn't know that.
0: My dad, my dad told me that. He had to take it – Uh, what was it? 2019. He goes, wish me luck. I said, you think you're going to pass? And he goes, I don't know. I haven't taken it in 10 years. <laughs> Dude, I'll be honest with you. If I remember, I I was taking advanced muscular nerve, and we had this online test, and I wanted to see how much he knew, so I had him take it with me. And he just wants me to do good, so he'll tell yeah. me all the answers. So we're <laughs> uh, we're doing it. He got me a sixty five on the test. Ouch. And I and then he was like, "Oh, that guy's full of shit. It's not called that. No one calls it that." Yeah. And then they don't call it that muscle. He's full of shit. That's what he's telling me. He goes, I'm a doctor, what does he do? He <laughs> teaches at a
1: technical school. I have a similar experience with somebody that I know that well, that happened to somebody that I know. They wrote a paper for him and then it was for a high school class. The person writing the paper has a English major. Literally an English major and they got a C on a high school paper. And the person that I know is like, What in the hell? Like this this professor from I don't want to out who it is but no you can this count. professor from this tech school is literally like gave me a C grade on my paper and I have a college degree in English mm-hmm. in writing yeah like absolutely silly like I guarantee you that paper I didn't read it but I guarantee you that paper was better than every other college kid. so did you go into a lot
0: of debt when you're going through your your bachelor still am
1: so oh, I, not I my did. bachelors. My bachelors. I actually went to a pretty reasonable school, so it wasn't so I too did. Bad.
0: I I I kind of. I'm enjoying this. Yeah,
1: I. Sorry, you guys. We had to delete. Um, about three seconds of something that yeah, was. Kay was saying something no, very sexual.
0: Something. Oh my god. Not true yeah. at all. Kyle <laughs> got off
1: his rocker a little bit and thought that we were sitting around a fire. Jamming to old country music and
0: drinking whiskey, but we're not. We're <laughs> music and drinking whiskey, man. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. ding. But um, no, I didn't. Uh, a lot of my colleges, I didn't. I didn't pay for much of anything because I used A plus for like the first two years. Yeah. And then after that, after that, I transferred, and I was like, well, I was like, order for me to get out of this, I have to do something. So I had a scholarship for my books, that paid for my books, and then I didn't get a grant, but they had a thing that says if you had like the best grades for then that group, they'll, they'll offer you a scholarship. Mm-hmm. So I had to get at least an over a 4.0. So I had to get that. They gave me the scholarship for that one, and then when I applied for Central Methodist, they gave out so many for academic scholarships and then they gave me a scholarship as well. Oh. And then I had some funding left over that my dad was going to give me that he said he had when I was a kid. I see. So then I got that and I've just, I just I've just lucked out pretty much. And then I got a Pell grant when I went to Lincoln. So oh, then okay. I I think I only have like 2 grand. It's just That's it, pretty good, yeah. It's just a little bit of luck and a little bit just figuring it out. Yeah, that's good.
1: That's good. I was uh, I got scholarships and stuff in undergrad, but my undergrad was fairly reasonable. Um, and then in law school I'm not getting any scholarships but I don't think they do much it's alright I'm a true G I don't need it
0: not well, I, don't. Also, I think I think the debt and, and something that big gives you a little bit more motivation oh yeah like, like, like I'm paying
1: for every dime of it it's like, like in,
0: if you're in medical school and uh, you're like 300000 in debt it's either you finish or it's suicide like, yeah. like you don't have an option you ain't paying that off no
1: you've, cro- you've crossed the start line yeah, like, you, you got
0: to <laughs> like you gotta finish yes like my dad goes McKay goes What was your backup? He goes Backup He goes There was backup. no backup That once, did not exist Once I
1: entered I knew it was getting done Yeah He
0: goes That, that didn't exist Because you can't have a backup For something like That's that That's funny and, and I thought about How you gonna have what, what backup is gonna afford 300000 in debt uh,
1: Not much of one
0: No Where, where, where would you work one. at? There's not
1: much Not much of one It's crazy The amount of debt and stuff
0: it really is. It's a big it's like a,
1: it's like a... I don't know. I could see it just kind of being used as like a stimulus to the economy, basically. Because you think about like Mizzou. Mizzou takes up a massive fraction
0: of Colombia. Mm-hmm. That's uh, what not like Colombia. Not like... Lincoln's just kind of like a, a sh- they could they could really clean it up, but it's kind of it's just they have just open enrollment won. and they get like some yeah. students that just don't want to apply themselves because their parents yeah. force them. Well, because they
1: and they also accept some of those types of students.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, there's students that smoke in the parking lot and then go in the class and they just didn't write notes or anything. Yeah. And, and literally forty percent of the grade is showing up. It feels like a high school class. Ooh, yeah, that's with any
1: schooling basically. If you pay attention in class. And you do the homework, you'll learn
0: the stuff and you'll be able to pass the test. Like when I was at Central Method, they are like, well, if you fail, it's on you. We don't do that. I don't take attendance. Like if you fail, it's on you. Dude, I don't think I,
1: I'm not so sure that I read a single textbook until I got into law school. Yeah. I just took notes in class on the PowerPoints. And... And
0: that's because a lot of information is pushed, and that's not how you structurally learn something. No, You don't learn by pushing information. Like, I don't think our system is designed to teach someone. Like, if you slow down the information and make them apply concepts and add three different concepts of applying, which is yeah. physical, uh, then you could add, like, a mental set with studying or anything else. And then you can do, like, a reflection thing when you do a video teaching. Yeah. You're gonna learn more doing that than you mm. are anything else. And you can put a lot of material doing that breaking it down. You can. So there's no excuse. It's just poorly run. And it's yeah it's gotten to the
1: point where a lot of things this stands for all of society, but we do certain things certain ways because they've always been done that way. Yeah. And you just don't want nobody wants to completely overhaul something and then be at fault for you know Yeah. I know whatever, we've talked but. about
0: a lot of the same stuff, but do you uh I, we talked about this prior, but this is what frustrates me, and it was about applying for jobs. Um, and you go in there, and they're like, "Yeah, we just see on your resume you just don't have any experience." How, how frustrated does that make you?
1: It frustrates the hell out of me because most people don't have any experience because we've been in college the whole damn time. I said this. Like you can't, you can't. All these jobs want people with experience. But they're entry-level jobs that the people applying for them mm-hmm. don't have experience and shouldn't necessarily have experience. It's just – I think it's a symptom of people not wanting to spend any time training
0: anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, it definitely is. I th- well, here's the thing. Schooling – original schooling was designed for business teaching aspect of keeping someone in a factory. How, how you have a line set up? How there's grade levels? Like yeah. it, it, it's everything teaching it for like someone to work. Yeah, to work so. in a system like that. And this is why I told her, told the, told the lady I was telling me that. She's like, well, you need at least four to five years of experience. I said, well, let me tell you something about experience. Experience is just something that says on a piece of paper, I know how to do a tool. And well, I said, yeah. I said, here's the thing. You can hire hundreds, millions of people, whatever, to to do a tool. To run something. But that doesn't amplify a business. What amplifies a business is to have... You only need one person to do this or a few. To think outside the box and creatively to really grasp and understand an element to apply something in a newer perspective. Yeah. And I said, if you can do that, you can make more money with that person that doesn't have experience than looking for the person that does. And I said, to me, I think that's the biggest business mistake in history. Yeah. She goes... We'll keep your resume.
1: Also, the thing that people don't realize is that a person with experience or a person with no experience rather is probably more likely to be like open to learn the ways of your business, open Mm -hmm. to like try to gather as much. Like if I go into a new job, at least the first few weeks, I'm going to try as hard as I can, like Mm -hmm. to, to try to get everything down, to know what the bosses want, to know how everything works. Uh, whereas a person with experience, is, and what like what, what differentiates experience from good experience too? Like you yeah. know, like somebody could have five years of experience as, uh, whatever, uh, medical salesperson, but he could have not sold shit and just been a lazy person, and yeah. you know, like it, like without knowing specifically how that person is as a worker i don't think that the experience necessarily does much because there's a lot of people
0: who just do the bare minimum of the job there's people yeah there's people that just they literally do the bare minimum of the job like i i have a friend that works for gfi which is a tech company and he said there's people are friends with the owners and they have a sales job and they just do bare minimum and they get paid like two hundred and fifty thousand a year yeah
1: because they well and for the most part it's because they have all of the same it's like insurance once you can build a client list Mm -hmm. big enough then you're going to do fine because you're going to constantly have people coming in and renewing and Mm -hmm. it's yeah it's the same principle as like if you're that salesperson and you're just given this amount of contacts that are constantly just renewing Mm -hmm. you know if you i don't know they sell more to business, directly to businesses, I believe. But, yeah, my grandpa um, did. uh like if you insurance. have Anheuser-Busch needing however many computers and printers mm-hmm. continuously every year, like that's just a sale that you're getting that's yeah
0: free. And then you're on the edge because they're going to be like, well, Ricky, you haven't made your quota. Uh we're going to let you go. Yeah. But they haven't noticed that Ricky's mom has cancer and she's going through a lot of chemo and problems and he that's the reason why. Cuz they don't have sympathy. They only think of numbers. But if you had more sympathy, you'd get more quality work. That
1: that also comes with things being run on such a big scale as opposed to like a local a local uh family-owned company like yeah. system. It just feels like 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 during the pandemic and stuff you could go to Target, you could go to Walmart, you could go to Lowe's, you could go to Any of the big department stores, Kohl's, whatever, but you can't go to the local store that may only have one other customer in there at all times. Mm -hmm. Like you may be the only customer in the local store, but because it's locally run and operated and those people don't have a government, like an interest with the government, with the United States, they get shut down. But Walmart, where you're passing by hundreds of people, there's thousands of people in the store at any given time, mm-hmm. and there's definitely tens of thousands going in throughout the day. Like that place can stay open because they have power, they have influence, and it's a huge company in the United yeah. States. Like
0: it's those, but those types of businesses don't care about the workers as do much. You, do you know why like, Walmart lasted and Kmart didn't? Have you noticed how Kmart shut down everywhere yeah. else? Because Walmart did something. Structurally different. They looked at the tax ratio within the cities. And if you notice, all Walmarts are put right outside. Besides the Walmart right mm-hmm. in the middle of our Every, town. Yeah, well, <laughs> besides Well, that one's a little bit outside though, too. But if you notice, like even the new Walmart, how it's structurally placed it outside. Is outside yeah. And then if you uh there's like uh one down south of Missouri that's like a little bit far from really? Crocker. Um, I think it's like 20, 20 minutes. That one's outside of town, too. Hmm. Um, and back then when they purposely did that, because they looked at the tax ratio for it, and Kmart was putting their straight into it. Hmm. And from the shift from 2012, a lot of Kmart lost. They just couldn't keep up with it. Yeah,
1: and the thing is with Walmart, place like Walmart, their prices are so cheap, and they offer so many things. Like, you can get almost anything mm-hmm. there. So, like, you're going to drive the extra five, ten minutes to go, go to, to Walmart and save... When you're buying $150, $200 of groceries or whatever, you're going to go to Walmart to save money where it would cost you 250 at a Hy-Vee
0: or... It's on PIV America. You literally could get anything there. Like, like, you go to the right Walmart, you can get a prostitute. Like, you can get anything at a Walmart.
1: I haven't verified that, but I would assume that is correct.
0: In Alabama, you
1: could probably find... Well, them. I don't know. I've been to our Walmart a few times and... <laughs> You, see,
0: you get some light some shows. Some questionable
1: creatures. Yeah. <laughs> There's some lurkers, and especially around the later times of night. Man. Man, I don't know. And, like, I, I found myself recently, like, I feel like I can go to Walmart and Target or some, like, places like that, and you look at some of the people, and, like, I make eye contact with some people, and I don't know what it is, but, like, instantly my red flag goes off, and I'm like, this is not a good
0: person. That guy's a like, predator. This,
1: Yeah, exactly. No, literally. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the you turn and look to the left and it's a strange looking dude walking behind like two or three girls. And it's like, these girls have no clue. Like the guy could be completely innocent, but I'm going off of just strictly vibes here. This guy is not giving out good vibes. Like, you know you, what I'm saying? Though? Yeah. You it's add like, some
0: judgment to people. Like, not oh, that's a terrorist.
1: Not necessarily My judging grandpa does right it. off the it's bat. okay. No, not judging right off the bat. I'm not, and I'm definitely not doing it by look. I'm doing it by like, like, I feel like I can like meet people for the first time and kind of get a sense of like what their energy is, like mm-hmm. whether they have some stuff they're hiding, whether they're a good person. Like I get what you're saying. Like I feel like I I'm a pretty good judge of that. And so like certain people, I can look, and it's not all the time, but like certain people, for whatever reason, something about them just sticks out to me. And more times than not, my radar has been pretty good about that.
0: Is there one you did that and then you found out that they did something bad?
1: Mm, I can't say particularly any specific person, but I can say that I there has been people where I'm like, I just need to like stay away from this person. They're just kind of shady or something. Okay, and I not know. And there it's was been one. completely true. Like it's been like
0: Where yeah, they pulled like, up and something. Well, happens. just like
1: where or just where like you come to find out they're just not as good of a person as they're putting on they're manipulating, like they're fake, or, they're yeah. manipulating their environments they're smart enough, they're attractive enough but they're do you like, think more
0: guys it, or girls are manipulating?
1: Uh, different. I think it's probably pretty even but just in different ways
0: I think if, if a guy's manipulating in society, in some cases it will show more because a guy thinks more logically, a girl thinks more emotionally. So if a well, girl is- but also
1: girl manipulation, I'm I'm taking it as in terms of like manipulating guys basically. Mm-hmm. Like but like that's a more accepted culture in girl realm of like oh get a guy to do this for me, get a guy to do this In my for culture, me. that's not accepted. Like, no, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like that is more of like uh, that's more of like a thing that mm-hmm. like girls typically do. It's like trying to get like using that like. Oh, I'm cute. I'm attractive. He'll go get me Chipotle. Yeah, like because I'm attractive. Like you know, yeah. it's I, circumstances. I though. remember there
0: was one girl I was talking to. She thought that, and I and I literally sat down and told her, I don't give a fuck. What, what you look like? What you do this? The reason for that is that shit needs to be let go. Like that's some ego shit of manipulation. We're going off of yeah.
1: I'm going off of. I don't want to. I
0: don't want to be manipulated. I'm going
1: off of like what who you are as a person. Like, yeah. I'm
0: not doing because that. yeah. How many people look the same way they do now in 40 years? You're gonna tell me Nobody. they're gonna look like they did when they're in their 20s. their epidermal no. skin's gonna be. Clear. It's not gonna be saggy. Even I mean? if they do though, you're gonna be able to tell. Like yeah. They're they're. They're probably gonna look the same, just a lot more wrinkles, a lot more problems, yeah, a lot more bitching, like you know. a lot more bitching. <laughs> but um, it's just, I don't like the idea that someone does something for the tendency, to get something out of you without you even knowing. That's yeah. manipulation. Yeah, it is. And you've, I don't know if you've probably had to explain that to somebody in the past, but I, rem- I remember I had to, and I was like, I don't want any gifts if this is how a gift is oh i got you like yeah. trying to like use it over you a yeah. little bit and yeah
1: i've had that in the past it's and you're like you
0: don't want anything if that's how it is because no. you didn't
1: know that's what that's what the intent was it, it's for. signing an invisible contract yeah in that person's head that they
0: can now hold that over you mm-hmm. or that you owe them one and if they think like that you can't change that no and it's just like man
1: no man i don't know um I, I don't know about that manipulation stuff. It's just... It's, it's a big there's mess. There's bad people. There's good people. There's good people that make bad mistakes. There's bad people that do good things. Mm-hmm. There's all... It's all the above. It's
0: good and evil and the balance of it all. Mm-hmm. My grandpa tried to say his, uh, his ex-wife was manipulating, but he also married her and divorced her three times. <laughs> so I don't know if he thought that one through all the way. Maybe, uh... That's why he did yeah, it. Yeah, There's a he did a bunch of one. There's one he went on a date and then he ran over the girl's dog's leg. And oh my god. There's oh I think I told you this before. What a savage. <laughs> he he's told me a bunch of stuff. He told me when he was traveling, he would he would stay in these hotels and the nurses would be there because they try and he would he, they'd just be like, hey Nicky, you coming in with me? <laughs> like he would he do you, do you know when you tell me this. We'd be, I'd be going, he'd drive me up to go fishing. I was like 10 years old. He's telling no me. No
1: wonder. That. This explains a lot about some, <laughs> of,
0: he, and then he goes, some of the talk, conversations. Then he goes, don't, don't thing. tell your dad. <laughs> and I'll, I'll be honest with you. A lot of it, I probably, I just forgot, but there's yeah. some I remember and I'm just like, why is he telling <laughs> why me? Why is he? <laughs> you weirdo. Cause it's bro talk. Yeah. I, I guess he'd race. He did whatever he wanted. Like yeah. my dad, but my dad always has to like watch him mm-hmm. cause he's just, he doesn't listen to anybody. So, like, when we go to Florida, like, he got, scre- like, we we're going through the airport and he got screened to get checked. And he looked at the guy and he goes, Why the hell are you checking me? Why don't you check that terrorist over there? Oh, my God. And goodness. it was an Indian couple with Dude. the dot on their head and stuff. Okay. So my dad I... was sweating. Oh, I He bet. was I bet. That's he was so sweating. awkward. And the guy was cool about it. He just laughed. That's so awkward.
1: There's nothing better, though. I'm still waiting for it. nothing better than like an old an old person just (laughs) off their rocker I thought you were going to say there's nothing
0: better than a terrorist no no no
1: (laughs) there's just nothing better than an old person just completely off their rocker and just like just saying shit that like you can't even get mad at them for because they just don't A they either don't care or B they just don't even know like that it's offensive to them like some of the like man just some older people like they'll say uh, They'll just say some of the damnedest shit. It's he's like, been like that his whole life,
0: though. He has not. Like it, that's just who he is. Yeah. Like he, he used to take like like laxative and stuff when he'd eat. So then after he'd go shit. <laughs> <laughs> like he's done this at restaurants. One time we were we're on a he's trip. got bowel <laughs> issues or what? I don't. My dad told him not to fucking do it. He told my dad he's full of shit. And so my dad just lets him do it. <laughs> And then well, once, maybe that's
1: why he was doing it. If you saw shit
0: he bought like dual packs of this pill, and it was a dick growing pill. Oh my god. He had boxes full of these. And we we're sitting there eating. And, and this was at like a little resort we're at. And he pulls them out, sets them on the table, and he and he looks at the people, and he goes, Hola, it's for the belly. And then <laughs> you just see this, this big old cock on it and it says rock your cock with this girl oh or something. Oh my God. And He's fucking taking him before, <laughs> before he eats. And my dad's like I, well, I didn't know he had him. He goes, I didn't know he had him. He goes he should have oh just Oh my gosh, grayball was about to have a good time. And the guy the the, the they were Spanish and they go almost oh, dicko." <laughs> and he was uh oh it was bad. I think during That's that funny. day he uh he got mad at Cage when we we're playing uh pool because he said Kate was cheating and he took the pole stick and he started swinging it and he almost hit the chandeliers and we told him we said what would you do if uh, you would hit that he goes I would have blamed it on Kate." <laughs> he goes he goes for my knowledge I'm, I'm the minority he goes it's gotta be Kate's fault every time <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh and we told him to my dad that he goes no he goes I know it's grandpa That's funny. He, goes, That's funny. he goes because grandpa did that to you when you were kids he'd do something and then he'd say you guys did it because one time he dumped Dog food all over Cade and stuff, and then Luke was eating the dog food under the uh, couch because oh, he kicked it under the couch. Gross. he didn't clean it up. The he was playing with Cade, and the bag broke, and then he just gross. started kicking it under the couch. Oh my gosh! There's been there's been so many times. There's one time like I don't know if he wasn't paying attention or what. Austin and them were playing catch. Yeah, and he was telling Austin to throw it harder, and he was just looking over. I don't know if he was looking at some girls. I don't know what he was doing. And the ball came in him right in the face, and he had to have stitches. And he was so pissed because I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna whip his ass for a week. He because he ain't gonna whip his ass. And my dad goes, "You should have done something that you're telling him to do: catch the ball." He goes, "Oh, he, he, he the sun was in my eyes." The tough love.
1: The tough love. Yeah, about-
0: he, he's not like. There's been times we've uh, he he because he lived at the lake and he's taken us out to restaurants and he would have girls come over and stuff and they'd go with us. He he always just he didn't pay attention. One time he was backing in there. Uh, I'm trying to think of that restaurant that had like the island and stuff, and there's a bar, hmm. and he'd take us there. And he wasn't paying attention; he just went straight into a full blast. And you can see the tip, the dock just dent in oh, like this. Oh my gosh. And then he goes, Kyle, you should have tied it up right there. Why didn't you get out and <laughs> tied it up? <laughs> Because he was talking to her and he was steering it, oh. and he didn't put it neutral slow down, and he just went straight into it. His eye caught something a little better. Yeah, his, his she just went forward yeah. in the seat and stuff. Well, and, and we tied. He goes, "Okay, it's time to eat." He had a big old dent in like the front of it and oh stuff. Oh my god! He's had couple dents, and he just told people that he's like, "Yeah," because it was a. The bottom was like plexiglass. He's like, Yeah, I must have hit something. No, he ran into like the side of his dock or whatever. <laughs> That's what it was. Like he would be Kay would be four years old, and uh he would go, Hey, watch this, and he'd hit it full blast, and he'd hit those waves. We'd go like six to eight feet. Dude, he hair. needs to
1: be they shouldn't put him as
0: a main role of bad grandpa. My yeah. Dude. My dad my dad told me he because he needs his own TV show. That's the funny. shit he did, he just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, sounds familiar. Hmm. Mm-hmm
1: sounds familiar to you like he just didn't give a all fuck all right so what do you what what would be your one piece of advice to give to the
0: world uh be kind i think kindness is a big key factor that everybody wants but no one delivers because yeah. too many people are thinking about themselves everybody wants
1: to receive it but but no one wants doesn't to give it, give it
0: all, all that often that's what i've noticed and sometimes when you're overly kind they think that's when manipulation happens, and yeah. people take and advantage. And sometimes you're of it. treated worse because you're overly kind. But the problem with it is, I think it's a more of a gift than it is a curse. Because I think when you're overly kind, um, and people take advantage or do something, it really reflects the true character. Yeah, instead for of sure. them being blinded, so you actually know the truth of it. Well, the other and the other person's reputation is hurt, mm-hmm. not yours. Because if they're gonna do bad, it's on them.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's a good one, man. Well, you got one. Hmm. Um, I'd say definitely be kind. Um, my kind of thing lately has just been... Doing whatever makes me happy. Just doing yeah. whatever makes me happy. Sometimes Trying you gotta to
0: got to do, do what doesn't make you happy to create the happiness. Because right. I, I told someone else this before. I said, if you chase happiness and satisfaction, you can create insanity. Yeah. And that problem can cause chaos within itself. Because yeah. a lot of young kids... They don't do the difficult things right away. They do what makes no. them happy. They yeah. get the simple job. <clears throat> they get a trade. They go and party. They buy a new this. truck. They, yeah. yeah. Because it's a stimulus. It's fun. It makes them happy. But it creates, you know, 30 years from now, it's going to create that anxiety and that regret of what they should have Of done.
1: not financial security. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> yeah, I think that's just it. Just be kind. And I also think just, just be yourself. I don't, I mean, at the end of the day, like... Man, if none of this actually matters, I just I just wanna be happy, wanna be kind to people, want people to be kind to me, or wanna I think happiness is the key that
0: everybody chases, but it's not the yeah, key thing that everybody understands. But
1: happiness come people don't understand that it's happiness not isn't
0: extrinsic it's
1: intrinsic like mm-hmm. it's it's all within you it's not you'll never reach true happiness if you save up $250,000 to buy a brand new Lamborghini because you know what right after you get the Lamborghini you're going to want the next best thing
0: yeah it's it's just a it's you can even break that down to a simpler concept of just wanting something like new shoes yeah how was that stimulus after you got the new shoes were you satisfied a week later or did you not want those well see like new shoes to me like they're sweet love them Love to
1: use them, but eventually down the road, few months, they just become a tool. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's, it's just something it's, I
0: use to put on my feet. It's just, it, it is a mindset. Like I saw the shoes from high school because I, I, I take care of them and I'm just, I'm just honored to have things because I know there's an environment where people just don't have that. Yeah. And, my, and, I, and I can't relate to like, like my parents and stuff because yeah. their perception is different than mine. Yeah. But I honor that. Yeah. So I think I'm grateful from like the environment I grew up with having sure. the two different perspectives with my dad and my mom. Yeah. because I lived in an apartment it was so weird. My dad has that six bedroom house and then there's some weeks we'd go over to an apartment and stay in this small ass apartment. And then I, I literally watched my mom go from like this low level nurse and really work her way up to where she mm-hmm. is now a nurse practitioner, which is very honorable and work ethic. Yeah. But um it's also honorable from like having that perspective that I'm thankful for. Cause like seeing what money does and that it's the hunger never goes away. It corrupts, yeah. Yeah. You can never have enough. Like there's constant spending.
1: Yeah. And with that too, like <clears throat>
0: never think You can never
1: anything. have enough. You spend more of your time trying to make money. You miss out more on the family life. Mm-hmm. You miss out more on all of the good things that you want to do because you're just chasing a check. Mm-hmm.
0: So something I didn't add in that I want to add in real quick is Harvard did a study, and it was the longest study ever recorded, mm-hmm. and I think it went for like 72 years, and some of them were presidents, and what they did was they took a bunch of kids from like the the 1920s and 30s, and they asked them what they wanted to do um, when they're older, what they wanted like They all had the same concept would they wanted to be rich. They wanted to be successful. They wanted all these things. Some became rich. Some just had an average life. Some Mm -hmm. became poor. Some were actually presidents. I think President Nixon was in it. And uh, the study went Mm -hmm. throughout the course of their entire life. And they would go in and they would review them and write things. And what they found out was the quality of life had nothing to do with wealth or chasing that idea of success. People actually lived longer from being around their loved ones and having a content but... But happy life within that, yeah, absolutely. And they, they did it wasn't a little bit, it was 20 years longer.
1: No stress, not well, not as much stress, mm-hmm. not as much. A
0: little bit can be depicted on mindset, but the other, I mean, there's a lot of they did a lot of people within that I research, think, yeah, and it I mean, went forever.
1: Happiness is determined by the people that you're around and the circumstances that you're in, um, but being the richest guy ever is not just gonna make you happy because you have all that money she's not going to yeah like you
0: said it's a it's an it's an inner concept that you have to create and it's and it's easy to forget that because it's it's so simple to get caught up with with everything yeah with the price of everything with shoes with school with with chasing the next thing yeah like we all we all talked about like me and you talked about a while back i remember we we both related to that bronco and thought it was really cool yeah like like it's a cool stimulus to have and I wanted it cuz I know what I want to do. I know I want to fish and I want to travel and I can make that happen with that vehicle. But like I don't really need it right now. No. And I'm not really crazy and I'm ha- I'm happy with that old shitty 2003 yeah. that I have. And my like my girlfriend's parents they think they are worried that it's going to break down and they think it's betha- I don't really give a shit.
1: You know what? That's what I'm saying. I've heard so many people say so many negative things of like, oh, this could happen, this could happen. It's like, yeah, it's, it it could, mm-hmm. and the complete opposite of that could ha- could also happen, and the car could run for five hundred thousand
0: miles. Mm-hmm. Like you, that's just pessimism. I hate yeah, pessimistic yeah. people because that's is about perspective. That's the thief of joy. Yeah, pessimistic people will never create any success because they are always creating f- thief for themselves and others. Yeah, like her dad's like that, but he's also a cop, so I kind of understand it. But like, it's, he sees a lot. More. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and he goes, and I, and I said this to him, I said, you realize how risky life is? Like, there's no reason to think like that. I said, I said, school is risky. Getting a job is risky. I said, paying bills is risky. He tried to argue with me. I said, any job is risky. Yeah. I said, because everything can collapse, you can lose that job.
1: And you're giving I up said,
0: something else for, I said, do you know how risky life is? You're not guaranteed to have come out alive. I said, so you're so. There's no reason for that to exist. Pessimism is a is a concept of the mind. It, it's not That's real. That's what's
1: interesting about the whole religion thing, too, though, is because like, you can be pessimistic and say there's nothing after life, mm-hmm. and maybe your mindset made there be nothing after life, or maybe you can be optimistic and you know there is something good after life, and if there isn't, then at least you were optimistic because if there was, then you had a chance to get in.
0: Like, atheists would create the idea. That uh, that the that if you take a bunch of human beings and you put them into a concept isolated from everybody else, they'll create their own religion of God. So they so human beings are such a high stimulus that they have to have some sort of value to themselves, or else there'd be no control and there'd yeah. be insanity. They they said that the only reason that there's a religion is to control a group. Without that, there'd be chaos because there'd be no value to circulate yeah, yeah. or hold upon. That's what some, that's what they say. And the problem with that is I would agree with that if there wasn't evidence stating towards religion. If if you weren't finding these documents, if you weren't proving like like Harvard's done studies where they've done uh, people that have died and they've viewed and proven that a soul exists like like that has been documented and studied like there's too many encounters too much documents going down for that to and if that exists then there has to be some sort of higher power and dude if this I, exists people just make things way too, too confusing
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like there it,
1: there is something weird exists like if you i'm saying this is the only evidence that you need the fact that you woke up one day mm-hmm. out of nothing you woke up one day out of nothing and you're you woke up and you're on the middle of a ball that's floating in seemingly nothingness mm-hmm. around an unknown amount of other planets, other solar systems, other, other things so far away that we can't even consciously comprehend, like even begin to comprehend that. So it's hilarious how so many of us have such a mindset of like humans aren't anything special like humans are bad like we're all bad we all suck blah 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 no dude like literally we're the only thing like us that we know exists like yeah. all of the animals around us are so special like life is so
0: special so did you know if the Sun was just over just by a little bit a little over a million life, life would, would not exist. exist yeah so I was I told this to the atheist I said imagine a clock I said how do you know that there's a creator of a clock because the evidence of how it was created shows finger, shows purpose. Yeah. How how it ticks, how it moves, how how it's everything is very precise. If if you notice that at the at the magnets when then a clock was a little bit lower, it would not tick.
1: Yeah.
0: Everything has to be precise in order for that thing to work. If if alignment, and even e- there's even been uh, people that are just not against it, and they can agree that it's weird how everything aligns to the creation of Earth. If everything was just a little bit off. We'd not exist. But
1: but people like to just try to uh, try to discredit all of the things that we can't explain by saying it's a coincidence. You know and why? It's, it's just not because it, we can't look at it.
0: We can't It's easier not to believe yeah, than it is to believe because faith is a concept of emotion is what they believe. Yeah. I I see where you're saying that, but like uh, it's easier, it's, it's easier to come to terms with something that isn't real than something that is, yeah. when you have to put on all this information that's and, questionable. And honestly, to to believe
1: it, you would have to, and to like fully embrace yourself in it, a lot of people would have to change the way they act,
0: and a lot of people don't want to change the way they act. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, well, believing and seeing, and I was like, well, there's several things that we believe that we don't see. Yeah. There is. Like, the universe you believe is believe constantly... that the sun's going to rise tomorrow, but- Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, the universe is constantly expanding and we know all this and there's planets that are being discovered that we already knew that was there and we didn't see. Yeah. We didn't know that was there. There's, uh, there, there's stuff that we unveiled that we didn't know, but we knew from just all the other material. Dude, we
1: don't know. We probably don't even know 10% about our bodies.
0: No. There, there There's, there's a big majority. Was it like 80% of the water we haven't really d- discovered? We've yeah. only discovered 10%. Yeah. Remember that one theory we talked about, and th- this was that summer about that uh, archaeologists and stuff did like a discovery search um, in Antarctica. In Antarctica, and yeah. they found like a lake that was submerged in the ice, and uh, they said some sort of animal oh, that was no, highly I intelligent. No, I don't, I, I don't know if it was that. just a, a bullshit story or know. what. Because I talked about it with my daddy's weird and the shit. Like I
1: don't that. know, but if you if you think about it, like the Earth has been around for. I don't even know, what, a billion years or something like that, or more than that. But every year, like, like the Earth mm-hmm. rotates. Like, it, it doesn't stay on the same exact degree of it's rotation. It's on an axis, yeah. Yeah, but it, like, over time, that will vary. Like, the degrees will change a little mm-hmm. bit. So, like... And th- will occur. Well, but I'm saying, theoretically, at some point, Antarctica could have been lush, green forest land or yeah. cropland just as Africa at one point was lush green forest and some of the most fertile land in the entire world, and now it's a desert. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, stuff
0: changes, so I could see how... Um, and that's a crazy concept to fathom cuz it's hard for people to believe something that like we haven't said that isn't there yeah. cuz a lot of people will say oh that didn't happen that's just a theory and stuff and then people come out and prove oh no that did happen we have found this yeah. like on Mars they said there's no light, but then they found like they found water with like uh, with like fossilized remains mm-hmm.
1: within it bacteria and mm-hmm. stuff too it's like okay but they won't call a baby in a woman's stomach a life yeah it's like what like so bacteria on Mars I saw a little what do they call those little gif it's like bacteria on Mars is life but a human inside of a mother isn't you want me to tell you the truth upon that with abortion clinics
0: what you want me to tell you the truth on that with abortion clinics yeah so tell me the truth I wrote about this because I had a at Central Methodist Center, a, a little bit of a racist teacher I was talking about like police brutality and how they target things and I was like I'm not, I'm not dealing with this so I literally and then we got into abortion so I, I wrote this paper over it and it, it, it and I think it was 19, 1977 I think 1977-1972 the crime rate for African American males was so high that they made this law that a, that a They you could have a kid, but the father could not be involved, and they will pay for the stay and stuff. So what were you seeing during that time? And they did that because they thought it would lower the crime rate having the male having the kid raised without that that father involved. That's in highly crime. You're seeing population control. So the male was jumping from woman to woman, getting them pregnant, yeah, and then leaving. And you are seeing that culturally drift yeah. all the way through even until the 90s. That's why you see all these rappers that didn't have a father or anything else. Yeah. What do you think happened when that happened a li- literally eight to ten years after? Literally a lot of drug stores opened in those lower areas, mm-hmm. which they labeled as like green and red houses. And you also see abortion clinics. Like yeah. you see a lot more Walgreens and stuff in those lower yeah. populated areas. Yeah. So and then and then from that problem, the crime rate didn't go down. It went up. It went it went exponentially up, and then abortion clinics went up on that. Dollar Generals made loads of money from that marketing, from that. And I'm like, that's not a coincidence that that happens. And they just no, it's they population just, control. They just market their business towards that area.
1: More babies are aborted in New York City than are born. Mm-hmm. More black babies are aborted per year. Than are born per year,
0: and they're like, "Well, it has to do with police brutality versus." It has nothing to do with any of that. That's, just, that's an all of a scandal. It's more thing bi- is, business, the thing is, manipulation. The biggest is mistake.
1: The biggest mistake is to say that any of this has anything to do with most of the citizens around each other. I mean, I go out in public. Yes, I live in a good, like a, a relatively good place, obviously, but like I can't name. I can name all maybe. I can name maybe one time. Where I've seen something genuinely racist in public, in public, you know, and ironically that was at school, but it's like, like the, some of the stuff like this, like Mm -hmm. that is like, that is literally population control, trying to prevent
0: like the black family from existing and thriving. The thing about it, when it, when it changed and early developed, a lot of them didn't have the skills to clinically do that. Or they weren't getting accepted into these. So Link, Lincoln originally was just an all black school and everything yeah. else. So you'd actually have naturally set up systems of just these black neighborhoods and white neighborhoods. It doesn't, it, and after time passes on, there's a correlation of change and everything else, mm-hmm. but it's not like. You can say the intentional purpose was for that. I think it was just that they're like business isn't racist. It's just marketing wise and what's good for business. Yeah, they don't think in what's racist. They think is, They just, think in numbers. If we do it this way, can we make more of a profit by doing this? It
1: is definitely. I I think that's the like that's kind of the issue that we've been beating on for a while now is that mm-hmm. they try to separate by the term biz or by the phrase business is business and they try to separate emotions and feeling and human human. Impulses and thoughts and everything from business, so that they can screw people over and Mm -hmm. keep their conscience clean because it's business. It's like no, like you still screwed somebody over because it's business. Like just because you have put this label right away and said business is business, don't be mad at me if I screw you over because it's just business. Like that's that's the whole issue with the country right now and and everything is that all of these businesses are just operating as businesses and they're not operating as good influencers on society. Take Apple, for example, during all of the protests in China recently over the Mm -hmm. COVID restrictions and stuff, the Chinese, a bunch of Chinese citizens apparently were using the airdrop feature on iPhones um, to send protest locations to other Chinese citizens because whenever you airdrop something, for whatever reason it doesn't I don't know if it doesn't send through like the actual like text text message chain so the Chinese officials couldn't access any of the information of where the protests were going to be because they were doing it through this airdrop feature. Well, I can't prove that they that the Chinese authorities had a direct meeting with Apple, but ironically Apple disabled the airdrop feature on all Chinese iPhones.
0: Oh yeah, I believe it.
1: All Chinese iPhones, and that's a co- that's a company that I I mean obviously I have a new iPhone, so like I'm guilty, but mm-hmm. it, it, like that's a company that's supposed to be from America and supposed to stand for freedom across the entire globe. It's and, cheaper, and they're sacrificing all of they're sacrificing morals and people's lives in
0: order for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Because every, every Cause business, business will eventually be corrupt. Yeah. There's no business that will never be corrupt.
1: Just like no government. Like yeah. no government uh, every can ever avoid you, corruption. Yeah, you corruption. can't
0: have a government without corruption. Yeah. If you do, then it can't be a government. It has to be something else.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just That's just the way the system works because you got people that just don't think the right way. The, the formula is too unpredictable. Like you have freedom people of creation. I have freedom of creation. Yeah. And when you add that together, the likelihood of you taking faith, because that's what it is. People don't believe in faith, but it's literally taking faith when you added a system that this person's gonna do the right thing. Yeah. And then and that can always get manipulated because he's getting paid under the pocket to do it this way. And then that guy is too, and that guy is too. Yeah. I was I was
1: in an election law class this past semester and something kind of interesting is that there's a law for bribery against officials, like government officials, you know. Mm-hmm. But basically the way the law is worded is that only the person who tried to bribe the official can get in trouble for it. Like there's no there's no there's no it's it's like it's worded to where only the person who offers the bribe can get in trouble can no. get in trouble for it. So like like the official that accepted the bribe if he accepted it, he He's wouldn't a... get in trouble. but he could get in trouble for doing some like act mm-hmm. like doing a quid pro quo, if he gets caught like doing, something specifically under his like role of government then he could get in trouble that way but that's very that's your silly kind of that's just uh, yeah because yeah. it's it's a law regulating the people who write the laws like don't you think you'd probably write yeah it's it just benefiting by yeah. you as well yeah I definitely. it's like would. the same reason that they won't they won't put restrictions on uh stock trades on is lawmakers. that why well, you're just not supposed to, and you're supposed to report it. But look like Nancy the, Pelosi, she's worth a couple hundred mil. And do you
0: ever watch what they invest? Like a lot of those. Yeah, it's, they, be- it's been yeah. better historically than he, any any other person. So if you watch what they invest, like recently, I saw a TikToker talk about it, and he said he said all these people shifted towards this, and he goes, "I'm not going to be surprised oh. if the gas prices start going up." Yeah, and they have. Yeah, I and he goes he he goes. Because I'm not just predict. He goes, I'm just seeing what happened. He goes, He goes. I believe, and there's some sort of manipulation. You know what's... what's...
1: See, my, my deeper concern for that is the fact that if she's making those trades, regardless of the amount of money that she's making on them, mm-hmm. like, those trades can kind of be seen as giving away private government information, because if you're investing heavily in a military company, then that means that there must be some sort of military operation coming up, or mm-hmm. you have reason to believe that this company is going to do well in the future. Yeah, one of them did like, invest heavily that... into
0: a military. They invested like what was it like fourteen million dollars. That's crazy. Like into 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 that's a, absolutely in, into crazy. like a small yeah. military company that 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 makes like um what they make like missiles. What? They make like missiles. The company? Yeah. Um
1: well there's Lucky Martin. That's probably not who you're thinking about. It's and, and it kinda of worried me my for a second, because what are they
0: like that's I'm like, man. Unless, unless he thinks something's gonna happen, I mean, or he has some insight. Yeah. Like, what the? I fuck don't know. Is going on. It's
1: a crazy world, man. Well, it is a crazy world. You ready to wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining. You want to say anything? Want any last comments? No, I'm good. No. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Peace out, world. Thanks everybody for listening. This was a long one, but uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hey, everybody. Just a couple things before you go. First, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you would like, share it on your social media platforms. That would be a great help to us. Second, I would like to say look out Sunday morning for a new series that I'm going to be releasing over this book called Core 52, which aims to be sort of a 15-minute daily guide to build your Bible IQ in a year. And so each week, hopefully on Sunday mornings, I'll be releasing these where I do a deep dive through the text and, uh, just think about some of the things that come up in my own head and try to answer some questions for everybody. So something I'm really looking forward to and, uh, I'm excited to do it. So see you there Sunday morning.